0: Today, I think it's the 12th day for 14 days. So we have just two extra days to go. At the end of it, we will start all over again. Another two weeks. Praise the Lord. But today, we are all in for yet another edition of blessings. Hallelujah. We're We're going to be blessed by the word. We shall be blessed by the prayers. And we shall be even more blessed by receiving answers to our prayers. If you agree with me, say a bigger Amen. Amen. Therefore, let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us this far. Once again, we gather before you in your house here, in the various branches, maybe with our brethren who are beyond the shores of Ghana, all over the world, we gather in humility, we come in subjection and we surrender to your divine will and your divine purpose. Lord, tonight also, you being our Lord and our God, in Jesus' name, might welcome us into your presence that we may descend into our midst with all your power, your glory. Hear our cry that your ears might be inclined to hear our prayers. Lord, might answer us. We thank you, Lord, for hearing this, our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's all be seated. Today being Friday, we... We're going live, we are streaming. Um we're going to look at something that is again very important to us all as human beings and especially as Christians, as believers, and that is divine establishment. We're looking at divine establishment. Establishment that is from God. So, Michelle Camp, Tashi, Nibwe Town, this evening, our brethren who are outside the shores of Ghana, this evening we are looking at divine establishments. And as you hear the sound of my voice this evening, everyone who hears the sound of my voice, May God truly establish you And may you be established the rest of your lives Divine establishment And for our text Let's go to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 And uh, we shall read verses 1 to 3 Thessalonians the first epistle of Paul the apostle to the Thessalonians chapter 3 verses 1 to 3 divine establishment therefore when we could no longer endure it we thought it good be left in Athens alone and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith, that no one should be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know. That we are appointed to this. You yourselves know that we are appointed to this. And then let's go straight on to Romans, Romans chapter one, verse eleven. Romans one eleven. Romans 1 says, For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. Church say establishment. Hallelujah. In this life, in this life, there are some basic things that are fundamental. They are very, very pivotal. They are, they are the foundation on which life in this world is established, is grounded. And one of these things is establishment. There are certain things which have been established or instituted by God which are foundational in life. For example, we know that God has instituted, established some things here on earth um, that we all need to recognize, we need to accept, honor and flow in that. We know that it's God who established the church. So being in the church, being in the church is according to the will of God for you. Family, it's also one of the things that God established. Husband, wife, children. Husband, wife, children, family. Second institution of God. There are four things. So, church, family, government. Government. Our governments. Though you voted a government to power... It is the will of God, purpose of God, plan of God that every nation should be ruled by a government. The government represents God's, God enacting his will on earth. So without government, there will be chaos, confusion. There will be anarchy. And then of course, Israel. Israel as a nation. Israel as a nation. Out of which we all have become spiritual descendants of Israel. We are all spiritual descendants of Abraham. Therefore, Israel is also God's institution. God's institution. Establishment is one of them. And you and I need to establish to, to know this thing very, very clearly. Understand this so that it will be established. Now, In 1 Thessalonians 3, verses 1 to 3, Paul, this is what Paul is saying, he said, Therefore, when we could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone, and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer, in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith, to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith, your belief in God, your service of God, that no one should be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we were, we are appointed for this. Paul and his fellow travel companions in ministry have been looking for a chance to go to the church in Thessalonica for a long time. They realized that it was time for them to visit this church with the sole purpose of encouraging them and establishing them in the faith. Because without being established in the faith, even after you have accepted Jesus, Even after you have given your life to Jesus, which many people do, without being properly established in the faith, you can be shaken. There are some things that can shake you, some things that can make you fall, some things that can make you give up. In fact, go back on your pledge. Because when you accept Jesus, lifting up your hand before the brethren, before the holy angels and before the enemy, you make a pledge. You make a pledge, inviting Jesus into your life. And pledging that all your life, you shall live, obey the word of God, serve God, worship God, and do things that will please him. In other words, you you will be as righteous as possible. But, there are some things that can shake you and unless you are properly established unless you are rooted and built up in him you have your roots in Christ Jesus and you are built up in him unless you truly abide in him and he abides in you afflictions persecution difficulties can shake you and can make you lose your faith so Paul Having waited for a long time, they could no longer endure it because he was worried. He was afraid as to what might possibly happen to the church in Thessalonica. So, when they could no longer endure it, they were in Athens. They decided, oh, they will remain nothing, but they must send Timothy. They must send Timothy. A fellow laborer in the gospel, a minister of God to Thessalonica, that he may go and establish them and encourage them concerning the faith. Concerning the faith. So, church, concerning establishment, the most important part, the what, one thing you need in this life. To be able to say that yes, I am established in life is your faith. That has to do with your faith. Regarding your worship with God, your service of God, your honor to God, and how God sees you, whether you are his son, daughter, whether you are his child. Being established in the faith... Is one of the three, there are three areas that when you have received all these, you cannot say to yourself, and you can say to anyone you know and who knows you, that I am truly established in this world. And may you all be established here on earth. Hallelujah. Your, Your faith, because without being properly established, as Paul said, so that no one, Paul said in verse 3, he said that no one should be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. One thing that shakes us or shakes away or drains away our faith is affliction, difficulties. Persecution. And we heard a few days ago that how none of these should be able to separate them from the love of Christ. The love of Christ. Whether persecution, tribulation, affliction, sword, nakedness, farming, whatever distress, should never be able to separate them from the love of Christ. So, Paul says here that it's very important that when you could no longer endure it. He had to go, but he wouldn't go. So he sent Timothy to go and establish the church, the members, the brethren in the church in Thessalonica. May you be established in FCAC. In the name of Jesus. Romans 11, Romans as you have just read, again, it's about being established in the faith. Romans one let Let's go back there. Read again. Romans 11. For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. There are some things that help us to be established in the faith. There are some things that help us to be established in the faith that we have professed, that we are pledged to, that we believe in. One of them is having one. You yourself having a spiritual gift. You yourself having one of the spiritual gifts. And the spiritual gifts are many. They are many. They are many. You having that spiritual gift. Two or the spiritual gifts. Being operational in the church, you may not have that gift. But the church where you fellowship, where you are, may be may be abounding. Plenty of spiritual gifts. Anytime you see that gifts operating, oh, you are happy. Yesterday I was talking to my son about gifts of function. For this reason, God the Father. God the Father has given his gifts to the church. God the Father has given his gifts to the church. And his gifts are the gifts we call the gifts of function. And they are pivotal. They are very, very foundational for the establishment and the operation or the running of the church. And these are church workers. Church workers, the welcome team, technical team, media department, music department, ocean department, Sunday school, many departments. These are gifts of fancy. Even those who have the gift of mercy, mercy, some who have the gift of giving, these are all gifts. And all these gifts come together, all these functional gifts come together to build up the church. So that it is not only the pastor who is gifted in the church, or who are being called. The pastoral ministry belongs to a five-fold ministry. A pastor, a teacher, prophet, evangelist, and an apostle. And these are gifts by Jesus Christ. These people are gifts by Jesus our Lord to the church. The Bible says when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. And he gave gifts to the church. In other words, as Jesus oh thank you, Jesus. As Jesus was ascending to heaven, he took your captivity captive. That's making it free. For you to be saved, to receive the last of the gospel, and free to serve in one or several of the gifts. He led your captivity, now you are free to serve him. You are free to be a chorister, instrumentalist, usher, technical team, because your captivity was taken away captive, making you free. So he gave gifts to the church. And in giving gifts to the church, he therefore made people free to serve as pastors, teachers, apostles, prophets, and evangelists. Finally, also, God the Father having given his gifts, God the Son having given his gifts, now the Holy Spirit also gives his gifts. These are the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Many, nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Nine gifts. Utterance gifts, revelation gifts, and the power gifts. Therefore, Paul said he longed to see come to them in the church of Rome that he may impart some spiritual gifts to them because these gifts are necessary as foundational in establishing the church because God has established it whether you know it, know it or not whether you accept it or not whether you believe it or not the church of God is established praise the Lord therefore as your faith grows more and more in the church it is the first part of your establishment here on earth by being established in the established church of God hallelujah If you agree with me, say another amen. Amen. You need to be established in the faith, in the established church of God here on earth. Clap your hand for Jesus. Now, there are other two areas where you need that divine establishment. Let's go to the book of Psalms, Psalm 27. Psalm 27, verses 1 to 5. Michelle Kemp, listen carefully. Psalm 127, verses 1 to 5. And as you hear this word, listen to the sound of my voice, begin to see where you lack that establishment, where you need, you need all three. Now, Psalm 127. Verses 1 to 5. My Bible calls it laboring and uh, prospering with the Lord. Bible has entitled that my Bible says laboring and uh, prospering with the Lord. The Psalm Solomon. He said unless the Lord builds the house They labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake. In vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. We're going to look at it briefly, but in some detail. We've talked about establishments, the first part being that in of being established in the faith that is not all i know that many are those who are already established in the faith yes they are and that means that they are so grounded rooted in christ that they are their position their faith is unshakable no one can shake them shake their faith they are truly established but you must not end there. God has not intended you to stop there. Because when he called Abraham, or even when he formed Adam, formed Adam and Eve, created them, God established them. Before being sent came into the world, God made sure he had established them. He didn't just create Adam and Eve and leave them. No. He actually grounded them. He established them. What did he do? Having made them man, woman, he brought them them together as husband and wife, family, family. Adam was alive, he had life. Eve had life. But they were not living their their separate lives. He brought them together as husband and wife, Adam and Eve. Then having brought them together, he also established a relationship with them. He made sure they were grounded in their, their relationship with them, with, with him, sorry, with God. Until Satan came and caused some confusion and therefore made them lose their position and fell. But God established a relationship with Adam and Eve. Now the worship of God. How did he worship? God used to come down. Every evening, the cool of the day, and they could hear him coming, and we'll have communion, fellowship with them. And that's what we're talking about here. Being established in the faith. Even at the time of creation, at the time of creation, God established that. God established the family, husband, wife. I mean he said now be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. So, husband, wife, children. Descendants. Fill the earth. Be fruitful. God, God bless them. It's was a blessing. He blessed them. So he set them up. Established them as a family. Blessings. Fruitful. Multiply. Fill the earth. And then, he also gave the entire earth to Adam and Eve. He put them in the garden to keep and to till it. To keep and you tell them, look, All the fruits, the thousands and thousands or even millions of trees, you may freely eat, freely eat of all their fruits, except just one. You may freely eat, except just one. I'm not going to go into that area yet. Not tonight. So, see, God established them in these three areas. The worship of God, family, And the work, the work that they do, keep until the garden fruits, eat all, as much as you like. So now here we see, Psalms 127, God is saying, the Word of God is saying that, unless the Lord builds the house, if the house is not built by the Lord, they they labor in vain, who be done? Vain means empty, meaningless, unfruitful. Vain is like a mirror, you see, but it's not there, it's like a shadow. It doesn't there's no benefit in it. There's no fruit in it. Nothing will come out of it. Nothing good. It's there, but it's vain, it's there, but is as good as not being there. So he says, unless the Lord builds a house, the labor invades. Who builds it? Yeah, they will, they will build it. They will build it, but their, their labor is in vain. In other words, they use their own strength, their own resources, their own money, everything to build a house. Build a house. But unless the Lord is in it, that labor, all that money, all that effort, It's in vain. It's in vain. And I remember many years ago before I came to truly accept Jesus, before I truly and may you truly accept Jesus, Church. Many a times I will start some some venture, something I was doing, and I will pump money into it. Time, energy, thinking, resources. And the thing may Will look like oh it's working it's working it's working everything was fine, and then I will have a vision in the night, and he, this was so common that I I, I I I grew to understand it. I will have a vision a, a night a night vision a dream. And the dream will be simple symbolic. praise the Lord. Simple message or different simple simple symbolic. I will have a house that I built, a full house, big house, full of, full of things, filled with possessions. Go out, and I'll come back home and see the whole house empty. The whole house had been emptied by thieves. Everything gone. Nothing, not even one pin left in the house. Then the very next day, the very next day, all that I labored for without fall to pieces, I will lose everything. And it became so recurrent that I, anytime I had that vision, when I see the house filled with goose the next day empty, I knew that I was about to lose something precious. Something I had to work for. Well, it was going to become vanity. Vanity. But when I got to know God, when I grew to understand God, and began to worship Him, serve Him the way I should, that vision ceased. That is, now I will go and come and the house will still be there. I'll As often as I went out blessed, I also came in blessed. Church, may you go out blessed. May you always come in blessed. Likewise, Michelle, shall come Tashi, and and town. May you always go out blessed. And when you come in, may you come in blessed. Praise the Lord. So he says, unless the Lord build the house, unless God establishes you in your work, the work that you are doing, it may look like, oh, you started yourself, your own business, you applied, you, you wrote the application letter, went for the interview, and they took you. And you don't even recognize the hand of God in the work that you are doing. That work is vain. Unless God is in it, it is vain. Because it says, unless the Lord builds a house, build a house, unless the Lord builds that house, they labor in vain. Who build it? You build it, but it's in vain. And then even when they have built a house, many houses, when they have built many houses, many houses into a city, they've been able to build millions of houses, into a city. They say, oh, this city is nice. We have built it. So now let's maintain it. Let's secure it. Let's keep it. Therefore, they hire watchmen. They hire security men to guard the city. The Bible is saying that unless the Lord guards the city. You see, in other words, it may look like, oh, you have achieved your purpose. Everything is fine. But finally, unless the Lord guards Unless the Lord guard the city church, the watchman stays awake, but in vain. The watchman stay awake, but in vain. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I, I had a, my house in Kumeu. I had a watchman to watch, watch by it for me. I don't live there. The house was empty. I only go there, and he was to watch it for me. But one night... I went there. One day I woke up, big house. I was the only one there. I woke up and I started to go around. And I saw the watchman. He was sitting down, all right, sitting down as if he was watching, sitting down. And I, I, I thought he would even hear me coming open the door. I didn't hear anything. I even went to him, watchman, watchman. Tapped him, watchman, 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 watchman. No response. But he wasn't, no, he wasn't dead. He was still alive. This watchmen was supposed to be. Watching over me while I slept. <laughs> and I've opened my door, gone to me and s- s- slapped him. Papa, watch my, watch my, watch my. He couldn't wake up. Later, on, I got to know that this was my every night when I go to sleep. What you would do is that there, there's something called blue, blue. You know, have you heard of blue before? That's when I heard of it. I hear I was taking blue, blue plus appetizing. So, you take blue blue and drink a petition. He was addicted to it. It was an addiction. So, while I slept thinking that, oh, the watchman is watching over my city, not doing that, I rather was watching over him. And that's how I sacked him. I had to dismiss him. And he, he accepted his mistake and thanked me and went away. He was there. The watchman was there. But it was vanity, in vain. So, church, whatever you are doing concerning your work, we talk about being established in the faith. Now, we talk about being established in your work. Many Christians who are not established at all, they are not established in anything. They are not building a house. When I say house, I mean work or business. How... Let alone build a city, because it is only God, only God, who can build. You may have tried building a business that might have fallen through. It has collapsed. One mistake or something happened, that thing has collapsed. That business. You probably applied for a job, a good job, and you are not taking, or you are taking but. After a while you were sacked or the business itself collapsed. So there's something called meandering. You go from place to place. You, you are you are you are you are 45, 50. Like Yabeku. Oh. You no know Yabeko. I didn't fear the announcement only oh. the Hello? There was a song. There was a man called Yabeku who was 40 years old. But all the money I spent in this world, all his life, was not even up to 40 CDs. So, even one CD a year, he didn't have it. What am I saying? There must come a time, as a Christian, as a believer, when now you know that this is the work, the job, the business that God has given you to do. And how do you know that? Because you are not changing jobs. You are not changing businesses. You are not frying plantain today. Tomorrow, you are selling jollof. You are not selling boniwa today. Tomorrow, you are doing a pampamu store. Hello? But you are established in the work that you are doing. It may take time, but it should be, it should be an upward change. It should be a progressive change. That's what I keep saying that, look, if you are selling on a table, may God cause you now to have a kiosk. And if you have a kiosk, may God give you a shop. And if you have a shop, one shop, may God give you a chain of shops. And supermarkets. That's what we, talk, that's what we mean by establishments. Going from one level to the next higher level to the next higher level. Church, are you listening to me tonight? May God grant you your ears to open to what you are hearing now. In the name of Jesus. It is not being like a butterfly. No. So if you are here, listen to me. Whether you are Michelle Camp or whatever or even the diaspora. Look, you need to be established. And if you are not, begin to pray towards that. Begin to pray towards that. When God sees that you have come to Him, asking Him to establish you, He will surely establish you. Hallelujah! So you are establishing the work that you are doing. It is bringing good returns. It, you are not. You are not. You are not working at a loss. You are not doing that business at a loss. The thing that you are doing is not vain, but it is solid. It is profitable. It is bearing fruit. You are even becoming a blessing to others. And church, may you all be a blessing to others. In the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your two hands for Jesus. <laughs> church, it takes time. But everything according to each season. I'm not saying that as soon as you finish you finish uh, school, then you are established. No. But you must be sure. You must be sure. Set in Without any shadow of doubt that what you are doing now, after so many years as a Christian, now it is God who has established you in that way that you are doing. And the way to know is that that thing is not vain. That what you are doing is not vain. It's not vanity. Then you know that that's what God wants you to do. Some are faster than others. Some are faster than others. And that's why, you see, the enemy attacks us. Satan attacks us. Making sure you never get established. So you give up even serving God. You backslide. And then end up in hell. He has no. He is not established. Satan is not established. He lost his establishment when he rebelled against God. So he has no establishment. And he will like many also not to become established. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. But you, and I mean you, whoever you are, wherever you are, I mean you. May God truly establish you in the name of Jesus. It can be anything. I first was shown I heard from a certain servant of God in Nigeria that there was somebody in his church, who was chasing federal government contract? Nigeria, when you get a federal government contract, hey, then you've made it. And this man was chasing contract after contract, contract, contract. He wasn't getting anywhere. You apply and lose, apply and lose. When you get a contract, you lose. You run at a loss. Until so he realized that, in fact, selling just selling bolts and nuts. Boats and knots that used to tighten things. He was chasing after millions of dollars contracts, from, which, 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 was not, which was all in vain. He began to sell boats and knots, and within one year, at that time, Jeep Cherokee had come to uh, Africa. Within, oh, there's a Pathfinder. Within a short time, he bought a Pathfinder. Within one year, this man bought. A pathfinder. May you all be established in the way that you are doing. It may look like something very oh unattractive, very unattractive. But when I I I, I hear some some things that people are how much people are getting, sometimes I, I get surprised. So your work. Then he says, he goes on to say, now. Behold, so done I inherited from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Oh, let me before I do that. You see, he said, it is vain for you to rise up early. Verse two: It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he gives his beloved sleep. In other words, you see, it is not rising up early. It is not how early you rise up, 4 a.m. It is not how late you come home or how, having worked the whole day. You come home late. Eleven o'clock. You rise at four o'clock. By five a.m. you have left home. You don't come back until eleven o'clock every day. Even weekends. You don't go to church. Because you are, you are working. That is not what establishes you. That is not what will establish you in your work, in your income, in your business. He said you may be doing all these things. Rising up early, sitting up late. But all of that may be vain. So that the bread that you eat, the bread, what you get out of all these long, tedious, hard hours. Bread of sorrows, full of sorrows. The blessing of God makes one rich and he has no sorrow with it. He said, you can wake up early. Sit up late. Come back late. Work hard. You don't have time for even your family. But before you can bread or sorrows. Problems, 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 problems. You are only here. Things are crashing around you, collapsing. Bread or sorrows. So he said, no. God's children, his beloved, God's beloved. All that you are rising up early for. Sitting up late for. His children, you made them sleep. God can make his children sleep. Check, and make you sleep. And he can give them the same things. For so, he gives his beloved sleep. His beloved will go to work normally at 8 a.m. Close at 5, come home. When there's a national holiday, they don't go to work. Sunday, they are off, they are in church. Friday night, they are, they, are, they are in church praying. And what you will spend all the time chasing, God will give to that person even more than what you get. What, what you get will be that bread or sorrows. Are you in church? So it is God who establishes. And may God establish you. May you not get up right up early. May you not sit up late. May you never, 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 never. Church, I mean never. May you never, never eat the bread of sorrows. May you be the beloved of God. May God give you sleep. Amen. And may, that, may all that life bear fruit. Profits. Beneficial. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. <laughs> so, if you're here this evening... Hearing me or whatever, and you not establish in your work, meditate on this word. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord; the fruit of the womb is a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them; they shall not be ashamed. But shall speak with their enemies in the gate. The Bible now talks about a family. Family. Husband, wife. Or let me say wife, husband and children. Let me put the wife first for a change. So wife, husband and children. Hello? Again. The Bible is saying that look. It's a, it's a gift from the Lord. It's a reward. Family. Family. Husband or wife, husband children. Behold, children, gift, reward for the Lord. You cannot create any child. You cannot. It's God who gives our children. God has established a family. Now, within the family system, in the context of the family, and only in the context of the family, shall we have children. Then God then gives you that gift. And rewards you. Then he says that, like arrows, like arrows of a warrior, a warrior cannot fight without weapons. A warrior is a fighter, a soldier, and he fights with, with, with weapons. And though this, when a warrior has arrows, then he has an advantage over. The enemy. So he says, in fact, referring to children here, or if you're referring to all that we have said, when you have, you have establishment in the faith, you have establishment in your job, then you can say that like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy, happy the man who has his quiver full of them. The quiver is like a bag. That the warrior uses to hold, keep his arrows in. A quiver is like a bag that you sling around your neck. And then in the quiver, you have your arrows. So when your, your quiver is full of arrows, the more arrows you have, the more powerful, the more fearsome you are. So he said, happy the man who has his quiver, full of them. If your quiver is filled with children, and may your quiver be full of them, church happiness, happy the man who has a scripture full of them, they shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. When you look at this scripture in its true context, it talks about when the man or the person is completely established. The one who is fully established in the faith, fully established in the faith, unshakable, Unshakable, afflictions, turbulence, tribulation nothing can shake that person. The one who is established in the work of his hands, what God has given him is prospering, 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 prospering in the Lord. And the one who has a happy family, wife, husband, children, all also in the faith. Children descendants. Such a person, such a person, we can say, then he's fully, completely established. Leave one of these out and your establishment is partial. If you are in the church and one of these three is absent in your life, yes, you are established, but you are not fully established. Therefore, you need to pray, learn, and work towards it. He said, "You will not be ashamed. They shall not be ashamed. You you walk around with your with your head high. Walk you walk up, go about with your head high. You are not ashamed. Everyone can see that you are established, and yet, truly may you be established. Amen. And they give you respect. They give you the honor." They give you their respect Indiana. and the honor. And whatever respect they give to you? They give to God. Because they can see that because of your faith in Jesus, therefore are you established. And even when it comes to your enemies, your enemies, when you meet face to face with your enemies, is that they shall speak with their enemies at the gates. You know, the cities were where, when there's a, a conflict, a dispute, Something besides you meet the elders at the gates. It's like a town hall or the courtroom. And the, the city elders will meet and hear your cases. The Bible says that the one who is established, the one who is established, they shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gates. Shall, you, are, you are confident to meet your enemies face to face, whether spiritual or Physical or natural enemies, whoever they are, you are able to face them square on squarely, face to face, and they shall flee from you. They shall flee from you. Just as we approach the last days of this revival, today being the last day of our weekday meetings, I leave you with this word Establishment. We're going to pray. We're going to spend prayer session praying. The Lord will establish every one of us, and don't forget this word: in the faith, in your work, in your family. And if you look at the patriarchs, our fathers, God did all these things for them. When He called Abraham, Abraham, He said, "Descendants." He promised him descendants as many as the sand, the seashore. Descendants. You and Sarah. And every family in you, all the families shall be blessed. Family, descendants. He mentioned family, descendants. He promised my nation. The land where I came. Now, I'll give it to you and your descendants. He promised a nation, land. And Abraham prospered in the way that he did. He has servants, livestock, gold, silver. In his work, Abraham prospered. Isaac prospered. Jacob prospered. Hello? So, it is a divine principle. It is a divinely established foundation that you and I, must be established in these things. Therefore, as you pray and as you night, ask God. Learn about this. Meditate on this word. Then you know where you are. Where you are falling short. Work on it. Pray it, Work hard at it. And God who sees your heart will surely establish you. And may he establish you. New may God establish you. Tashi, may you all be established. Likewise, Tema and Michelle Camp. Oh, nothing will please me better than to see you all established in the mighty name of Jesus.